0: Talk Radio. Hi everybody, this is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Sunday, July the 23rd, and welcome to our commentary. We're going to talk a little bit today about NATO. I've got a, an article about NATO over at the American Thinker. And we're also going to talk about the U.S. women's team, uh, the soccer that is in the, World, in the World Cup, in the Women's World Cup taking place right now. But I want to begin. There's a story breaking out of Spain. They had elections in Spain today, uh, big national elections. You know, Spain is a big country, very diversified. Uh, there's a lot of regional interest uh, in Spain. So they had an election today for their national government, the national parliament. And uh, so far, the results are inconclusive. Uh, What I mean to say by that, that, uh, you know, it's roughly after one o'clock Monday morning uh, as I speak to you. And the results that are coming in are sort of like this. You know, the center and the right are going to have 169 uh, seats in the parliament. The left and the center are going to have 153. So yes, the the right center um, governments are going, or the parties have uh, gotten more votes. But the problem is nobody has a majority in the parliament. You know they have this parliamentary system over there, like they do in other in other countries. You got to get to 176 to have a majority in the parliament. And so far, the winning side only has 169. So they're going to have to get eight to ten more votes, I guess, coalition as they like to call it and and we'll see what happens we're probably going to know a lot more about that over the next uh over the next few days but there are some messages i think that this election uh does send and that is great dissatisfaction in spain with the economy uh with the overall situation of the country with uh, the immigration and just in general a lot of dissatisfaction with the socialists uh, who've been running the country for the last uh, few years but not enough I guess, uh, not enough dissatisfaction to create the majority in the parliament, which would give them the center right, the ability to run the country more more easily. So we're into the coalition period now, where all these parties have got to get together and figure out how they're going to get 176 votes. And we'll just stand back and see. We'll stand back and see. You know, Spain, like a lot of these European countries, they're dealing with a lot of internal issues. Much of it is self-inflicted. Uh, the immigration problem, uh, another issue, of course, is, uh, the economy. I think countries like Spain and Portugal and Italy, uh, and Greece, uh, when they went to the Euro, I think that that really hurt their, their local economies because as anybody from Spain will tell you, before the Euro, when we had our own, uh, currency, meaning, uh, the peseta we were able to fluctuate the value of the peseta and let's say make spain more attractive uh for tourism and at the same time make uh spanish exports more attractive around the world they, they don't have that anymore because now they have a euro and they have to go with whatever the euro uh the euro is so there's a lot of dissatisfaction in spain just like there is in portugal just like there is in italy now italy of course already elected a right center uh government uh prime minister maloney so we'll see what happens in spain but i'm not expecting any big changes because as i said the voting uh the voting that came out uh, today on sunday was you know pretty much right down the middle it's uh it's going to be another another coalition and uh, more split government and more and more frustration i suppose for the people running things and for the citizens who probably don't feel that much is uh, happening or moving uh, quickly enough. So we'll have to keep an eye on Spain. I'm gonna see if I can get somebody from Spain to join us uh, one day next week for the video and we can get more specific about uh, the election. But it was a big night, big night in, or a big day in Spain. And uh, so far, as I say, it looks like the center-right got more votes but not enough votes to win a majority in the parliament. Uh, again, for a lot of Americans, this is a confusing system because we're not used to all these parliamentary, uh, procedures. You know, we're basically Democrats and Republicans, but over there, they've got a lot of parties and that's how you have to put together these coalitions, uh, that I'm talking about. Well, I have a post over at the American thinker Sunday morning talking about Canada. And NATO. Now before I say anything further, we love Canada. Canada is one of the most beautiful countries in the world, one of the nicest people in the world. Texas is full of Canadians. I have many Canadian friends. But Canada has not been living up to its commitment with NATO and that's what my article is about. You know, Canada has in a sense um, been eating for free. They've been having a free lunch here for quite some time. The agreement in NATO calls for every member of NATO to spend 2% of its GDP on defense. And at the moment, Canada is way down to 1.38. Now that of course makes it difficult for Canada to criticize since they're not even paying their fair share to be a member, to be a member of NATO. But I, I think there's a larger problem than that. And that is that it makes canada very dependent on the united states you know we cannot always defend canada and canada is going to have to learn how to defend itself and at the moment uh, they have a very weak military because they've downsized uh their military in such a in such a negative fashion so i'm hoping i'm hoping that pressure is put on the canadian government on the trudeau administration in canada to do something about this to simply uh, live up to your commitments uh, for NATO. Again, two percent of your GDP has to go to defense, and when only 1.38 percent of your GDP is going to defense, well, you're not doing your part, as the liberals like to say. You're not paying your fair share. Uh, so, Mr. Trudeau, you're not paying your fair share. You got to get your act together and get Canada to to do more than 1.38. They need to be doing uh, to. 2%. Well, if you haven't heard, there is a Women's World Cup going on. I think it's in New Zealand, although it could also be in Australia. I think both countries perhaps are sharing uh, the games, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But it's definitely in New Zealand. And the American team was photographed before one of their games. And a lot of the ladies on the uh, young women, I should say, on the American team were not singing the national anthem and frankly, didn't show a lot of respect uh, with her posture for the national anthem, and a lot of people are angry about it, and they should be angry about it. Look, you don't have to know all the words to the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, I don't know all the words. I couldn't sing it out loud. You know, I know enough to, to at least uh you know say something. But you could say stuff like you know the home of the brave and the land of the free and the home of the brave. You can you can say that with a little bit of passion. And I think these young women on the women's uh, on the U.S. women's soccer team, forget that they represent the whole country, not just people who they may, or just, uh, they may disagree with. They represent the whole country and that people like me want to see the national affected. So uh, I probably there aren't going to be any consequences because there never are on these, uh, on these athletes. But you've got to wonder, you know, what are these athletes thinking? What are they thinking when they do stuff like this? Who's killing them? Uh, to do stuff like this and uh, whoever it is, he's not helping them and he's not helping the team because a lot of people are turned off by this. I am. And to tell you the truth, I'm not a big soccer fan and I'm probably not going to get up at four o'clock in the morning to see a soccer game out of New Zealand. But now after this, I'm less likely to get up and see the U.S. team. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to root against them, but I'm not going to be very passionate uh On their behalf I mean I I just when I see stuff like this when they're when they're not you know when when they're showing disrespect for the national anthem uh, that's simply not uh, what athletes should be doing it should be completely out of politics if you have points of view that's fine you can do that on your own time but when you're wearing the uniform of the United States you better show respect and you better understand that you're representing the whole country not just whatever group in the country you happen to uh, you happen to agree with. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye, everybody.